Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. God bless you. This is your host, Clarence C.J. Eversley. Welcome to the Christian Prison Reentry Podcast for men entitled Unfinished. We are back again. I'm so excited to be with you guys. Uh, thanks be unto God who causes us to triumph in all things is what the word says. So uh, I'm just grateful to God to be able to release, to be able to uh open my mouth and talk about my experiences and also to help someone else um so we're going to do episode two tonight we're going to talk about purpose purpose i just want that to resonate in your spirit uh really quickly and just what does it speak to you? What does that word purpose speak to you? What does it say to you when you think about it? Oftentimes, I have had conversations with people who have told me they don't know what their purpose is. I've met people who have found their purpose but got derailed and need to awaken it. And then I found others who were just running from their purpose. Who, who God created them to be, which is my story. Um, purpose. When you find your purpose, you find a reason to live. You find a reason to go on. And what I mean by a reason to live, I, I, I don't mean just existing. I mean really living, living out your purpose, your God-ordained uh, destiny and uh, your calling and what you were created to do. Um, first, let me just say this. I always want to say this at the beginning of every podcast. This podcast goal is to uh, raise awareness and find resolve to the problematic social issues that re-entering men experience to prevent recurrent incarceration, or as I like to call it, uh, recidivism. So that's the goal of this podcast. And once again, we're talking about purpose. Um, I got a little story for you guys, and I want to get this out while this is in my spirit. Um, there was a farmer who owned a farm one time of chickens. And this farmer, as he was doing work on his farm one day, by the side of the road, he found a baby eagle who was struggling. Um to fly and uh, of course he was you know uh, a little a little eagle he couldn't fly and, uh, and he so the farmer took him and um, brought him back to his farm and he put him in the chicken coop with the chickens and he kept him there until he nursed him back to health and got him well and fed him and everything and the eagle began to get big. He began to grow and he began to uh, expand his wings. And, you know, he, he began to uh, become a little bit more intimidating to the chickens. And he was just, you know, uh, he was growing. He was getting big. So it was time for him to be removed from the chicken coop. So the, the farmer took him out the chicken coop and he took him up to a mountain. And he took him up to this mountain and he put him on the edge of the mountain. 
And as he put him on the edge of that mountain, the farmer walked away and backed off and just watched him. And to his amazement, he thought the eagle was just going to fly off the cliff because that's what he does. He's an eagle. Eagles fly, right? But instead of flying off the cliff, he stood there. He just started flapping his wings, just flapping his wings, flapping his wings like a chicken. Why? Because that's what he was around. That's what he grew up around. So although he was created as an eagle and made to fly and made to soar, he assimilated to his environment. And he allowed what was around him and his environment and what he was around and what he grew up in to define him. And he became that instead of doing and becoming what he was purposed to do and created to do, which was to fly. He couldn't fly. He just flapped his wings because that's all he was used to and that's all he's seen. So I'm saying that to say this. When I think of purpose, I think that, number one, you have to be authentically you. You have to be authentically you. Um, one one of the things, you know, and I'm, I'm not a, you know, I, I, I've been told that, uh, you know, my wife says I have an old soul. But, um, you know, what I when I garner from that is that, you know, she knows that I, I have wisdom. And uh, I wouldn't say that, you know, I'm still fairly young, but I've been around. And, you know, I've seen, I've met a lot of people, I've seen different experiences, and I've been through a lot of different experiences myself. And one thing I've learned about people is that people respect authenticity. When a person sees that you are trying to be something that you aren't, it's hard for them to respect that. But when you're being authentically you, they can respect that. Even if it's not a lifestyle that they approve of or something they would like to be or something they grew up around or what they're used to. But it's authentically you. It's uniquely you. And they can respect that. But when a person sees that you're trying to be something that you're not, it's very hard to respect that. People respect what's authentic. People generally respect authenticity. So the first thing that I want to kind of create a conversation about uh, in regards to purpose is when a person is searching for their purpose and they're trying to find a purpose, you really want to kind of want to find your purpose, find something that you have a great interest in, something that you're passionate about and really get involved in, you know, explore it to perfect it, uh, to to really just uh, give it your all to learn more about it and perfect your craft and and become a master at it. Um, The second thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to uh, a person locating their purpose, um, you want to kind of consider some things that uh, bother you, some things that you don't agree with. It could be an injustice that's going on in your community, 
in regards to uh, overdose prevention and suicide prevention, homelessness. You know, they're activists to try to mitigate those issues in the community and trying to raise awareness on how they can resolve that. You know, you want to become you, you, you want to get involved in something that you're that you that that's going on in the community or in your world or in your space that you want to make better. And be passionate about it. Those are some of the things, uh, just to give you some brief ideas of how you can kind of locate your purpose. Uh, a third thing that I want to talk about, um, which is a big one for me, when you're trying to locate purpose. Um, I just want to say also, too, that God doesn't allow us to go through something if he doesn't have a purpose for that pain. I'm going to say that again. God does not allow us to go through something if he does not have a purpose for that pain. If you feel like any person who feels like God has called you to do something and you're going through a traumatic experience or any form of hurt or anything that has affected you deeply, God has allowed you to go through that because that is going to give birth to something that's going to help someone else. Um, Jesus told Peter one time, he said, Peter, after you have been converted, go back and strengthen your brethren. In other words, after you have healed, after you have overcome, after you have gotten through uh, all, all your, 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 whatever you're going through, go back and help those that are hurting, that are not there where you are yet. You know, go back and strengthen your brethren. After you have been converted, go strengthen your brethren. So my third thing is try to turn personal hurts and pain into purpose. Try to turn personal pain and hurts into purpose or healing for others. For example, uh, I want you guys to check out my other podcast. It's called No Longer Under the Gun. Uh, no Longer Under the Gun is a podcast for survivors and victims of gun violence hosted by a survivor and victim of gun violence, which is myself. Uh, but we'll get into that, you know, in another, in another uh, segment. But um, I felt the need to want to develop that podcast because that was my own personal hurt. And for years and for years and for years, I suppressed and suppressed that hurt and just lived with uh, a mindset of revenge and a heart full of resentment and anger and all I was doing was just hurting me I was going through I would go through different episodes of my life where I would just drink copiously drink alcohol copiously uh, and enthusiastically and while I'm dealing with that and not you know just holding all that in and and people wonder why I would get drunk and just start acting crazy because I was dealing with so much. I was hurting so much. I was holding so much in. And the way that I was taught, the way that uh, my uh, social environment that I grew up in and people that I was around, uh, the way that we were trained is that you don't talk about your hurt. You don't you just don't talk about it. You just hold it in. You deal with it. You find a way to get through. And that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's one of the social ills of uh, the, the the ignorance of our society. Um, 
and it's wrong. But you want to turn your personal hurts and pain into triumph and healing for others. And, you know, I started that podcast because I wanted to uh, be a voice for those who can't speak, you know, that want to speak. And that's dealing with that trauma and have been through what I've been through. There's a lot of victims of gun violence out there. And I wanted to have a platform where I can speak and to say, listen, I know what you've been through. I've been there. And this is a time for healing. And I wanted to have topics and subtopics to talk about it, you know, and give examples of my personal journey, what helped me get through it, and how I got to a place where I could forgive. And I couldn't, you know, I, I was I let go of that resentment and I was no longer revengeful. I wanted to share that. And that was important to me. So I turned my personal hurt into healing for others. Someone needs to know what you've been through and how you got through it. I'm going to say that again. Someone needs to know what you've been through and how you got through it. Because there is someone that is hurting out there that does not know how to get through. But you can be a voice to that person because you have triumphed and overcame that very same thing that they're going through. And they need to hear that. They need to hear your story. They need to hear your testimony. They need to know how you overcame. Go back and strengthen your brethren. Go back and strengthen your sister. Number four, uh, this is just a suggestion. I think that could be very helpful. It's not a requirement or anything like that. But once again, These are uh, things that I've just wanted to highlight in this podcast that I feel like would be helpful. But this is a suggestion that I think that, uh, you know, most individuals that are uh, post-incarceration trying to reintegrate back to society again can benefit from this. Um, Find someone that you trust. It could be a close family member. It can be a a close friend that you grew up with. It could be somebody you went to school with, a co-worker. Uh, just find somebody that you trust, someone that, you know, values you, someone that, you know, uh, be, d- despite your past, despite the mistakes that you made, still didn't judge you and uh, write you off. Someone that, you know, genuinely loves you and trusts you or, or someone that you, you trust and sit down with that person and ask them, listen. What do you see about me that are my strengths? What do you see about me that are also my weaknesses? What things do you feel like I'm good at? What things do you feel like I'm not good at and that I should work on? The things that that person uh, identifies as your strengths and the things that you're good at, you can find a purpose in that there. If someone tells you that you're good at speaking and communicating well, then maybe you are a person who could, you know, have a voice for a podcast or uh, maybe you're a person who could uh, start doing events, speaking engagements or, you know, you can turn that into something. Basically, is what I'm saying. Strengths that people can identify about you are your gifts and your gifts will make room for you. A lot of times we have gifts that are unexplored. And because we've been distracted our whole life and uh, 
so busy doing this and so busy doing that. And if you're a person who's been in the street and, you know, engaging in criminal genetic behavior back and forth to jail, you've been basically distracted. And maybe you might have uh, uh, a, a little bit of uh, awareness of some of the things that you're good at. But have you really explored it? Have you really delved into uh, it full throttle? Have you really uh, explored what your gifts are and put them to work and put them to use? for the better good of your community, for yourself and for others? You know, those are some questions that you need to ask yourself. So that's what I would suggest. These things are very helpful. And if they're a person that you can trust, they're going to tell you the truth, the things that you're good at, the things that you're not good at, the things that that are your strengths, the things that are your weaknesses. Tell them to be honest with you. You know, encourage them to be honest with you. Encourage them to... Uh, really speak to you in a way that's uh, that you you really need to know this. You know, I'm trying to create change. I'm trying to uh, promote change in my life, and this is something that's going to help me. So, it, it takes an honesty on both parts.